Do you find it difficult to ask for help or accept help from your friends no matter how much you may need it? In this episode, we talk about our recent struggles with leaning on our friendships for support. Stay tuned. Welcome back. It's Two Best Friends Podcast. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Two Best Friends. I'm Tiffany. Hey, girl. Hi, I'm Shanita. (laughs) And we are so glad that you have joined us again. If you are new here. (laughs) Sorry. Welcome. You're in for a ride, a thrill, a treat, if you will. <laughs> a pleasant experience. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And if you're not new here, thanks again for joining us for all of our shenanigans. Tomfoolery. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I like words. Yeah. <laughs> I love words like that. Uh, so, Shanita, what do you have for us today for your random factoid? Well, the deepest part of the ocean is called the Challenger Deep. So, humans have never actually been there as far as I know. I think the lowest we've been is the Mariana Trench. And uh, that is actually a part of the, like, the Challenger Deep is in the Mariana Trench. But anyway. How deep is it, you ask? Well, moo ha 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 It is approximately... <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> it is approximately seven miles deep. So, well, that's the deepest, the, the deepest uh, depth that we've recorded. The ocean floor. Yes. And there is life down there. I was about but... to say I want to see the creatures. Now... I want to say, have you seen Will Smith's? Um... I have, and I was so excited. It actually gave me a teensy bit of anxiety to watch. But it yo, was let me tell you, I do not think I would have been able to get in that little capsule thing. Yeah, it's too much underwater. <laughs> yes, yeah, and go much. to the ocean floor. When I think about the water pressure. Like mm-hmm. how strong the pressure is down there. And I was saying, if you stick out a finger, you're done. Oh, yeah. 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 It's, it's like, as... um, I don't know if you've seen Wakanda Forever, but it's like how, how, oh, never mind. Well, one of the characters was describing to another character how when you go down to the depths of the ocean, your lungs, um, like, it crushes your lungs and your body is all jacked up, basically. Yeah. Fun, fun stuff. They are brave. Yeah. They are brave. And how do you even test? How do you test a vehicle like that? I don't know, but now you have research. <laughs> Thanks. Well, you're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for sharing that and increasing my anxiety just a little bit. Oh, no. We're thinking about it. No, I'm just kidding. 
JK, JK. Um, all right. <laughs> so on today's episode, we are going to talk about asking for help. Um, so it's like, why is it so hard to either ask for help or accept help from those that we've built genuine friendships with? Um, and I think for today's episode, it's important that we emphasize genuine friendships. Um, so those who have been with us at our lowest points and witnessed our highest achievements, those who have consistently shown up, and and those who we've developed a level of trust and respect over the years, and those who truly, truly care about you and your well-being. Why is it so hard to still ask for help even when you know they will be there for you. And I know it's something that a lot of us struggle with. And so that's why we think it's a really, um, it's something that's really important that we share and even share our own struggles with asking for help and accepting help. Yeah, man. Side note. You truly care about me and my well-being? Of course. Oh, I love you too. Oh, okay. my God. <laughs> I'm the mushy one. I'm the mushy one. It's fine. It's okay. It's cool. Feel yeah. your feelings. Yay. Feelings. <laughs> Millennials will catch that reference. Anywho. <laughs> Um, so why is it hard? Why do you think it's hard to ask for help or accept it? Man, I, I, I've thought about this mm -hmm. so many times and it's, what do they call it? What do they call it? The term hyper-independence kind of pops up in my head. Oh, yes. We know about that. So, I don't know. I, I, for me, I got so, I became so accustomed to just doing everything myself. Mm -hmm. take, taking care of myself with not much outside help at all. Like, mm -hmm. at all. So... Even when I moved out on my own, um, I didn't ask anyone for anything. And I most of the time, I really didn't need anything. Mm -hmm. um, you know, just that basic, basic, what we call basic adulting. Because yeah. I feel, I felt like, and I was, I was 21 when I moved out on my own. So, you know, but. I always thought that, you know, as an adult, you're supposed to be able to completely take care of yourself in any circumstance. And I know I took that to the extreme, mm -hmm. something that I've had to unlearn over the years and I'm still unlearning it. We'll get right. to my, yeah, yeah. We'll get, <laughs> to, my, we'll get to my latest uh, learning experience for that. But did you want to go first or do you want me to go first or... Well, I mean, I can start with why I feel like it's hard, like for me and in the spirit of being completely vulnerable and honest, because that's something that is important that 
you know, um, outside of the fact that I don't want to feel like I'm bugging somebody. Like, even if they're like, Tiff, <laughs> reach out to me if you need me, I still feel like I'm bugging them. Outside of that, when it comes to certain things, especially um, if there's like money involved, my pride gets in the way. And the fact that I feel like I have to maintain a certain perception of me. So with that being said, mm -hmm. hmm, you said to uphold a certain perception of you, but yes. if, it's, if it's the people around you and we're emphasizing genuine friendships that have withstood the test of time and you know that we're not judging you or anything like that, would is it that you don't is it that you still have the hesitation of course like, percent. because for me mm -hmm. I'm like we're well not just me but the rest of us in our group in our little super group we we wouldn't ever judge you we don't ju that's not something that we do like judgment of right that, judgment of that kind does not exist in our friend circle but listen, so when, and you say that, and I, I knew that, but last year, like when I asked you for like $50, okay, it took everything in me to type that text out and ask you for that. Really? Dude. Yes. Cool. Let me tell you. Okay. So quick little backstory. Uh, 2022 was just a trash year, like the majority of the year. And, um, I had some unexpected expenses that came up and I was trying to like get some clients on my own and I finally had a client. So it was a big expense that came up that I had to take care of. Thankfully I had like some stock that I could sell, but I needed like $50 to literally hold me over until like my first payment from a client came in and some funds settled in my account now here is how my brain works okay mm -hmm. so I was like okay who can I ask even though there is a plethora of people I can ask I'm like who could I ask and in my brain I'm going down a list and I'm like okay I've talked to such and such recently, such and such has kids, they got expenses, yada, yada, yada. And then such and such is going through such and such. And then when it comes to our friend group, um, some of us are aware of how much we make or what we invest, how much we've gained or lost in investments. And so I didn't want, to, want it to seem like I was like begging or something, even though I have never, Shanita, you are the first person I've had to ask. I think I asked you and I think I asked my sister. Those were the first and only two times in my life I've had to ask for money or to borrow something. And it felt so weird. Like What felt weird about it? Because it was, it's the fact that I've never had to do that. Like I've always... I've always had my dad to be like to have my back mm 
And even though like, like I don't mind getting like two, three jobs, which I was trying to do at the time, but I hadn't got hired anywhere else yet. Um, it was the fact that it was a realization that I was like, dang, I don't have my dad here no more. Cause I could always go to him for anything. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, um, well, I guess I gotta swallow my pride and ask somebody. So yeah, it was so, I was like, oh my God. And I think I even explained myself in the text to you and you didn't even question. <laughs> you were just like, how you want me to send it? And yeah. I was, I was I, like, I need an explanation. I was like, if you need it, you need it, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, and you, I remember you said something like, um, like after I thanked you, of course, you were like, I'm glad you felt comfortable to come to me. And I was like, you know what? That's a small win because I literally wrecked my brain and I felt so bad. I was like, and I deleted the text like two or three times before I sent it. I can't hear you. Oh, what was the last thing you said? You heard me say. Um, oh my goodness. Uh, oh, when I was, when you said that I said, thank you for being comfortable enough to ask me. Oh yeah, I just said, I was like, small Ben. And I think if you didn't hear, I said that I typed the text out like two or three times and like deleted it. And Stephanie, oh, I did. It was, dude, I don't think you understand. Like I, and even though I know none of us will judge each other, it's still in the back of my mind, that perception of me that, you know, I have it all together or I don't have to need or want for anything or oh my god especially that for some reason people perceive that I'm this baller like <laughs> um and it's a perception certain people have had about me forever and I've always felt like I've had to live up to that and to be honest it's exhausting and I'm like tired of keeping up with that facade <laughs> of that I have it all together and that I'm perfect <laughs> but um yeah so um yeah thank you for not judging me for needing to borrow money oh gotcha okay well <laughs> I was like oh my god let me let me not go on a tangent because I, I I feel another episode brewing with that <laughs> with what with um you saying about having to trying to uphold basically uphold an image oh yes oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, but we're we're just talking about in this context, so. right? Because I could go on and on. <sighs> okay, Damn, you know. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so yeah, um, I did feel it felt great to be able to do that for you because Yay. no one really asked me for anything like tangible. <laughs> I usually don't I usually don't have it let's just be honest but um I'm like the queen of intangible support ask ask all of our friends that that is that is what I do and I said one day 
I want to be able to pay that back to all of my friends in some way, shape, or form. And little things like that, that was like nothing to me. Oh. So I'm like, that's a whole $200 that I'm I'm just kidding. Yeah, we might talk about that, but yeah. (laughs) I'm just kidding. And so, like, to and to that point, I am the tangible. So I'm used to people coming to me asking if they could borrow. And and I'll admit, there have been a lot of times where I've let people borrow money and I should have used the one word sentence no. Um, but the fact that, you know, I have a big heart and now it like, if, and if people genuinely need it, then I'll find a way to get it by any means. No, just kidding. Not by any means, but <laughs> I'll find a way to, to kind of get it and, um, and help them out. But yeah, I was like, I gotta put me first because yeah, I gotta, I gotta do that. And make sure I am financially secure, huh? I overstand you, my sister. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I yeah. (sighs) Man, that makes me laugh every single time. (laughs) um, So for you, you would say it's pride and exhausting yourself to hold up this perception of yourself definitely but the mask is coming off (laughs) i'm like especially for us come on now i know but still nah and i can't really talk because here i am over here (laughs) (laughs) so y'all what does it say about me when I was actually ill physics so physically ill that I could not leave my apartment to do anything I was confined to my couch and my bed for like almost two straight weeks because I caught COVID this was like not even a month ago but three weeks ago mm-hmm. yeah because we went it got it got me girl finally it finally got me but we went out and you know I come back to work on Monday feel a little icky just shrugged it off as some sinus stuff because you know when the weather changes I tend to have um bad sinus pain so Tuesday comes you know feels like a cold's coming on I'm like oh I need to get some medicine Wednesday comes and I wake up and I'm like oh I shouldn't go to work today and then I texted you and you were like you know maybe you should take a COVID test and that was the last thing on my mind and I was thinking oh no I don't want to do that but I did it and it came up positive so I ended up being quarantined from that Wednesday up until that Sunday, I did not leave my apartment for five days. Why was the first thought in my head? Okay, what do I need to do? I, I'm in my head, I'm like making a list. Like, what do I need to get delivered? What do I need to gather? Mm. What can I get done before 
I get too sick to move. I got too sick to move way before <laughs> it, when it hit me, it hit me hard. And like my symptoms, I think my worst symptom was the headache. Mm-hmm. It was like a splitting headache that Tylenol did not help. And it just felt like somebody was squeezing the inside of my head. Like it was like sharp. It was, it was excruciating pain. And I'm taking Tylenol around the clock. And I remember you were asking me if I needed anything. And I was like, well, um, in my head, I'm like, no, I don't need anything. I can just order it myself. But I'm barely lifting the phone to text you. So, (laughs) and I was still hesitant to say, yes, I need help. Even though I literally could not do anything but lay there I don't know what that's about um like I mentioned before maybe it's the fact that I'm so used to doing everything for myself even when I'm sick Mm -hmm. I've never the last time I was that sick I had the flu but that was like way back in undergrad Mm -hmm. and uh at that time I had a roommate so you know I didn't you know I was fine uh a roommate and my roommate, Adrian, who is in our super friend group. So, hey, uh, hey girl, hey. So, um, yeah, uh, I'm down with COVID, the sickest I've been in like 15 years. And I'm still wondering, how can I get myself through this? Like, what? What do you mean? Like, you, you let people help you. That's what you do. I had this right. conversation. I had this conversation with myself so and I didn't ask anybody for help y'all offered it which Mm -hmm. itself is me in hindsight I'm like what 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 is that let us help you it's love it's friendship hard to say hey (laughs) exactly in I'm like one of the main people that's always saying you can't go through life alone. You can't go through life alone. You shouldn't isolate yourself. And what is the first thing I do? Yep. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, you know, you can't really isolate yourself much more after your quarantine. You're kind of right. like isolation. So thank, right. you. thank you for delivering my medicine. No problem. It was a mm. nice scavenger hunt. <laughs> <laughs> like I literally like the like the first place I went to was like a grocery store and it was a couple of other people that was uh looking at the looking for the exact same medicine that you had requested mm-hmm. and I was like <laughs> I was like are you searching for the sick and, su- and shut in too and he was like are you no. doing that? And I was like no <laughs> just looking for my friend <laughs> And then I went somewhere else and, you know, talked to a pharmacist and she was like, get this. And I was like, all right. Thank you, Dr. Pharmacy Lady. Dr. Pharmacy Lady. (laughs) I forgot her name. She was like really nice. When I tell you, as soon as I took that medicine, I like the, the headache that I had been dealing with for, I think it was three days by that point. It, it killed it. And I could actually get up and move around a little bit. And then I tried to go back to work and that didn't work out. Almost passed out and everybody fussed at me. And I was like, no, 
I'm trying to be normal now. And my I'm body strong. Said, <laughs> my body said, no, you go lay back down. Y'all, yeah. if you get COVID, there is no, what was I, what was I, um, I told you and Adrian this because Adrian brought me some stuff too. Um, what did I say when we all went to dinner that night? I was like, there's a difference between resting and actually resting. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Physical but, and mental resting? Thank you. Okay. Um, I was in my head I was resting but I was still trying to get up and clean and do around the house stuff mm-hmm. mind you this was right after I came home from work after trying to go back to work and I had almost passed out oh, I didn't know that part I didn't tell anybody that because uh-huh. um, I don't want y'all to worry about me that uh-huh. much yeah, yeah. in hindsight hindsight is 2020 child we here now though we here so <laughs> Gonna I'm gonna get you up. a life alert. <laughs> okay, y'all be fussing at me about me needing to rest and take a break. Okay, no, I know. you. I know. I'm just as bad. I'm just as bad. I know. Well, how am I gonna press the button if I'm already passed out? Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> Um, well, we'll have to get you a smartwatch so then it can detect a fall, but you got to wear it, so. That's a good we'll technology. See. Technology. Um, well, there's there was one more instance of this for me, because oh. as you said, 2022 was trash. Mm-hmm. Oh, my, tw- 2022, y'all. Woo. When I say 2022 kicked my butt. Well kicked my butt so Sorry. <laughs> uh without going into too much detail because this is for another episode I was going through a really hard time and it was the point where I was not leaving my apartment and this was not me being like physically sick I just couldn't get out of bed so our friend Megan who we're going to have on the show at some point in the future. I know you listening to us, girl. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> Megan actually came over for a different reason, but she ended up helping me tidy up around my apartment. And when I tell you after she left that night, I cried like a baby because besides her, our, uh, my other friend, Contessa, I it, she's done that for me before too, like the year before that in 2021. Mm-hmm. it was really it was I don't know it just kind of hits you it hits you pretty hard when you realize these are not just my friends these yeah. people family to me and I knew that already but to see y'all actually put it in motion mm-hmm. it just it, it hits a little different when you, when you actually see it being put in motion I agree. And to expound on that, I think that's what it is for a lot of us. Um, I know for me, it's kind of like I've been let down. Like when like like the few times I have really needed some people, I've been let down or they didn't they didn't 
follow through like they said they were. Yeah. And so I, I have always kind of been like, okay, I can't depend on nobody. Like, <laughs> so I think, I think that's, that's how it is for like a lot of us. It's like, we say all this, but, but when it comes time and you have the means to do it, are you going to follow through? Right. So, yeah. That nothing breaks a person's spirit more than when people just don't follow through on what they say they're gonna do right whoo that's a whole whoo, child right <laughs> bring it back <laughs> that is whoo, a word yes because yeah especially when you do have people who are hyper independent and they're they're letting you in a little bit and they're showing a little bit of vulnerability and then it just gets crushed. Yeah. It makes you not want to open up and be vulnerable. Even though right. even though you know that the person that you know is going to be there, you still have like that tiny little piece of like, are they really going to do it or are they not? But yeah. <sighs> yeah. I am really glad they they showed up for you in in that way, and that you allowed them to. Yeah, yeah. Now, actually, I'm like, did I cry after she left? No, I cried right before she left because she was, and this was um, actually when both of them did it, that on separate occasions. They were both like, you know, this is what we do. Yeah, this is what we do for each other as friends, and to know that as we mentioned in our first episode a lot of people don't have those types of relationships mm -hmm. that that saddens me to know that there are people that don't have that yeah like I love y'all man <laughs> like you too a little bit no, I'm just, <laughs> a little I'm bit just a, just a little I'm bit you know sometimes I'm we love you a lot of it <laughs> a lot of it a lot of it out of it yeah. yeah oh my gosh um so <clears throat> okay why am I getting so nervous don't get nervous just think of it I, as just me, you talking I am my I feel like I'm about to cry <laughs> like literally you can because i was crying in like the I, past 10 minutes yeah i did <laughs> it's fine i haven't even started yet and i literally feel like i'm about to burst out in tears okay release the tears release the emotion <laughs> oh my god <laughs> um okay feel your feelings so last year, um, I realized that I definitely needed to start reaching out more and asking for help, especially when I had a little health scare. It may not be little, but since I'm okay now. Yeah, it wasn't, um, it wasn't little. It wasn't little, but... Um, so this is a little bit of a backstory. So um I was 
preparing to take care of some things back home in Louisiana. Uh, this was like around April-ish. Um, mind you, like the entire year, like it was just so much going on with me, like mentally and professionally and personally and financially. And it was just trash all around. So um, before I came back to Dallas, um, like, cause I was back home, uh, I noticed that I had um, a little bit of pain in my chest and it was like these, like, just like these little quick, sometimes sharp pains in my chest. And initially I didn't think much of it. Um, I thought that I probably may have just kind of pulled something. So I just shrugged it off. Like it was nothing as I always do. Cause I push through everything. All right. I'm the queen of pushing through. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so a few days went by and I noticed that the pains continued and at times there would be like this burning sensation that just ran across my chest or it would feel like there would be just like so much pressure on my chest. So I think like the following week I was supposed to go to Houston uh, but I had said to myself, I was like, if these chest pains are still happening, I'm going to make an appointment with my doctor and just not even go to Houston. And sure enough, I still had those chest pains. And so then I started getting worried because of that constant pain I was having. So I went to my doctor they did an EKG. It was abnormal. Oh, Lord. They should not have told me that because then my anxiety goes up. Mm. Um, so I told my doctor that I had been under like a lot of stress and that I have anxiety. They did some blood work, um, took my blood pressure. Blood pressure was buku high. Okay. I do not have high blood pressure, but it had, it, it had, it rose. Okay. It had risen, arose, arised. <laughs> like the pressure, I'm sorry. Like the pressure <laughs> of a black woman eating pork all her life. <laughs> um, so like, and just like everything was out of whack. So like my blood pressure, my cholesterol, everything was just out of whack. Like I, I had not been taking care of myself. I'm just going to be honest because I... I, I work a lot <laughs> and again I was under tremendous stress like a lot of stress um and so um the doctor prescribed me blood pressure medicine which again I had never ever had to take so anxiety goes up a little bit um my doctor also prescribed me anxiety meds um and also an antidepressant uh, that particular one, the antidepressant, I chose not to take. Um, and all of that made me more anxious because I'm not used to being on medication at all. Like, I am the type of person, A, I don't even keep medicine in my apartment. And if I do, it's probably expired because I take it like once for like something that rarely ever happens. And then I never use it again. Or if mm -hmm. I have a headache, huh? I'm just saying, mm hmm yeah, or if I have a headache, again, I push through and I don't take anything. So, 
Um, <clears throat> again, uh, like all of that just made me like super anxious. Um, if you are extremely close to me, you know that I have certain issues about why I'm like really hesitant to take certain anxiety or antidepressants. I am not saying that they don't work or that people should not take them. I'm just saying for me, like, like when, when my doctor prescribed them, there are certain traumas that are triggered for me at the thought of me taking those. Uh, so I just want to make that clear. Like for me, I have certain, there are certain things that happened to where I, I am really hesitant to take, especially antidepressants. So I did take, I am taking anxiety meds and I don't think they're working, but that's a whole different story. So well, continuing on. <laughs> um, So my body was like, it's just been in a constant state of stress. Like my body was like, I'm about to shut all of this down if you don't take care of yourself. Um, so I started taking the meds. I was doing some things to eliminate stress. I was still having chest pains. And so now at this point, I'm getting concerned, like, oh my God, do I have a heart issue? And then I'm going back to what happened with my dad. My dad had a massive heart attack. And this was like, at this point, it was like three, almost three years ago. So mm -hmm. I went to a cardiologist um, she listened to my heart and everything and didn't find an issue. And I must say my cardiologist is so freaking amazing. She was so patient with me. I am an inquisitive person and I like to know the pros and cons of my choices, treatment plans. Um, I also love the fact that she involved me in my decision. So, um, I decided to take a stress test just to rule anything out. I was like, she gave me the option of just monitoring myself, but I was like, no, let me do the stress test option because if it's something there, I just want to get it over with and get it taken care of. I remember when you texted me like the day of and you were like, Whoa, what child is test? I just, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Listen, when they say stress. <laughs> So, <laughs> um, so I go to, uh, prepare for the, the test the day of, and again, I should have reached out for someone to be there even for support, but I'm a tough girl. You know, I gotta, I gotta be gangster, you know, gangster tiff. I don't need nobody to be there with me. <laughs> um, thankfully, the medical staff was so awesome and um, they were so thorough in the explanations and answering all my questions, which they were so thorough that I don't even think I had a lot of, I think I just had like one question and I love that. Like be thorough with me because I'm gonna have a notebook and I'm gonna be writing down stuff or putting stuff in my phone so I'll know. Yeah, so, a note, a note taker. <laughs> so here is where I say I wish I would have had support. Like, even if it didn't get to this point, but I wish I would have had, had someone there 
it came to a point where they had to inject me with some type of solution so they could get a better image of my heart. It wasn't contrast dye, but it was some type of alternative. Like I think I was trying to find the word for it um, earlier this week. And I think it was something like, like the little micro bubbles or something. I just remember the lady saying that, that however it is, it exits your body when you breathe out or something like that. Um, all of my medical people, if you're listening to this, y'all probably know what I'm talking about. <clears throat> so when they mentioned the fact that they were going to have to in like, like inject me with something, I immediately thought about that moment of when my dad was in the hospital and me having to pull over on the side of the road, like on the way to Louisiana and the doctor telling me that my dad had taken a turn for the worst. And they couldn't tell me exactly what happened. And all I remember was something about he may have been allergic to the dye because they had to do a, what do you do uh, when you look at your heart? CT scan? Uh, echocardiogram? Echo. EKG. EKG. No, it's not the EKG. It's not something. EKG? It's something else. But either way, they had to inject him with dye. And I just remember that. And so here's how my brain is in my mind. I was like, oh my God, if my dad had an allergic reaction, what if it's something I'm allergic to too? I was like, what if they inject me with this and my time is up? Like, and so I remember I sent a text to, I don't know if I sent, I know I sent a text to my sister and I don't know if I sent one to you, like right before they injected me. Um, and it was just like an update of like what they were about to do and like the what part of the procedure I was in. So to y'all, it was probably like a little quick update of and seeing how I was doing. To me, it was like, a timestamp in case something like happened to me like this is where I am this is what they're doing and like it just took me back and I was like oh my god <laughs> so and I had a little moment and I'm so glad that they did not start until I was okay because I told them everything that, that had happened and so <clears throat> The medical staff was like so supportive and <laughs> so I was just like, okay, this is what they injected me with. If something happens, then you let whoever know if I'm incapacitated, this is the procedure. Like I'm not at the hospital already. <laughs> like, <laughs> like wait, what? Talk about that. I'm like, I'm already here at a freaking hospital. Like the emergency room is like right around the corner, but, <laughs> and the charts are right here. <laughs> but still in my mind, I'm like, this is what it is in case somebody has to advocate for me and I can't advocate for myself. And so 
Needless to say, everything was amazing. Oh my God, I swear, getting the call from them saying that my heart looked normal and there was nothing. Oh, let me tell you, it was like a weight lifted off of me, literally. Like literally. Oh, okay. <clears throat> So I made it through. Um, my chest pains continued from like April through September. Um, like every single day, like it was, but there wasn't anything wrong. Um, and all of a sudden one day they just went away. So yeah, I guess when I'm stressed now, I get chest pains because I don't get tension headaches much anymore. Are you there? I'm here, friend. I'm okay. here. All right. So um you cut, out, you cut out for a second, but but I can hear you now. Okay. I think um I think it still picked it up on my end, but Okay, good. Yeah. It's um <laughs> reach out, okay? Reach out for support. And again, I was just I was like, you know, I was in my head, I was like, okay. My friends got jobs. Some of them may not be able to leave. And then my sister is like 40, 45 minutes away. And I know she probably wants to rest, even though she offered. I don't think I let her know the exact date of when it was. But either way, I was like, I was like, I don't want to bug anybody. And what? I know. Okay. I know. I know. But that was, yeah. So. Dude, I would have left work. Well, I like that without question. Like, really? Seriously? My best yes. friend? Possible yes. and she's freaking out? Yes. yes. I, I mean, you were my emergency contact, so I was saving it for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that got really dark. Got even darker really fast. Um well, I mean, well. Yeah. Yes, it did. Yeah. I am honored to be your emergency contact though, because you're mine too, girl. So yeah. I always do like who can get to me closest. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll do you and then I put my sister. <laughs> yep. That's how it is. That is how who it is. can get to me the fastest. Mm -hmm. Pedal to the metal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Such serious subject matter into laughter. Right? Gotta laugh. Mm. Laughing is such an amazing medicine. Let me tell you, I am so thankful for my friends and my family because, you know, especially those who be cutting up all the time, okay? I got through so much these past few years because of y'all. Like, y'all just don't even know. Same. Like, y'all just do not even know. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I am so grateful. But, okay. I'm definitely crying. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> like, I'm tired. Start feelings, Jake. Right? Feelings. <laughs> Doesn't it feel good to get off your chest though? It does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Catharsis. Yes. Yeah, Another one of my favorite words. I know it has a very nice ring to it. 
He does. Catharsis. Catharsis. Cathartic. Yeah. Rolls off the tongue, you know. It does. Mm. Oh my gosh. I feel like this would be the perfect moment for a song. Do the people want the song? (laughs) Reach out and touch (laughs) me. Somebody's head. Yeah, I gotta gotta work on that. All right, and cut. Yep. (laughs) All right. I can carry a tune. I just choose to put my bag down most of the time. Yeah, we both can carry a little tune, a little little tune here and there and you know, mm. sometimes you don't sometimes, wanna. Sometimes it gets out of hand. Right? <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. <sighs> we'll save the karaoke story for another time. Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. So I think this is the perfect time for Emo Pro. Emo Pro. Emo Pro. Tiff was going to tell us about Emo Pro. All right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. what'd you say? We're gonna make that a um a intro to the segment. Yeah, I'll record, we, need to, I'll record it. we need like music to it too. I will pull up GarageBand. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Evo Pro is our mental health check-in segment with each other, um, on a completely random scale. All right, it ranges from like low to high but like not in numbers so on a scale of piggly wiggly to whole foods oh. how's, <laughs> how's the mental health this week <laughs> not the piggly wiggly yes and the last time I went to a Piggly Wiggly was when I was in Wisconsin, like a few years ago. So they still exist. I did not know they still existed. They I have do. And a Piggly Wiggly in so long. Yeah, they still exist. And um, I think there's like one remaining Kmart. Up there. This is like six or seven years ago. Yeah. Huh. Oh, yeah. they definitely glowed now. Yeah. So, but yeah, scale of Piggly Wiggly to Whole Foods. Hmm. Well, I would say I'm at a Sprouts. And Sprouts is like a sister to Whole Foods. Really? Are they in the same chain? They're not in the same chain, but when I say... I'm thinking, well, I should say a cousin, man. A cousin twice removed. That's there's they're at that they're at that level where the quality is pretty much the same, but Sprouts is a little bit more economical. Okay. Yeah. 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 Sprouts so, is good. Yeah, it's it's good. It's good. It's good. I, it, it, it could so, be better, but it's good. I am at K. Roger, also known as Kroger, um, 
but I'm at Kroger Marketplace. So the bougie Kroger. <laughs> oh, oh, Kroger Signature. Yes. Kroger yes. Signature. With the sushi um, bar and the yes. Yes. Which I think is, I think in my scale would be like below sprouts and maybe in the middle. So it's kind of like I've had a, a slightly emotional week a little bit, but I've been productive. So I did not let whatever mental thing I was going through or emotional thing I was going through stop me from being productive. And that's awesome. So yeah, I'm Kroger Marketplace Signature. Are you practicing self-care? Oh, 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 I, ca- I got him. Got him, coach. I will she say. She said I was productive as if I wasn't going to ask about how she's looking after herself. I well, did not lean into my self-care when I should have. Well. I know. It all comes out. It does. Um. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I'm going to do it tonight. I'm going to journal. There you go. <laughs> Get it all out. Maybe. Must I don't feel like crying no more tonight. So I might, I might wait till tomorrow. I mean, if you do, so what? That just no, I'm tired. I got a crying headache. <laughs> oh, no, no. Well, now you got to take something. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm going to tough it out. Oh my God, we just had a whole episode. I know. <laughs> Don't be like me, y'all. Man. Yes. Oh, you're cutting out. Oh, man. Okay, there you go. I was saying, do y'all see what 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 she puts me through? <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh gosh. Anyway, um, as always, we encourage you to find your own way to genuinely check in with your friends every once in a while and um practice safe safe. Oh my god, I almost said safe. safe. I was I mean, that is a form of no. Anyway, you were why was we have <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why you were going to say that. I, I don't know. But it's good, you know, because. Gosh, practice self-care and safe sex if you're having it. And. Um, <laughs> and this has been another episode um, of Two Best Friends. Uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Two Best Friends Podcast. I was gonna say like, share, and subscribe, but we don't have anything to subscribe to. The so. podcast. If you're on like Apple or Spotify, if you oh, subscribe, yeah, that's right. oh, you all can. of that helps with, I guess, algorithm algorithm and helping that's us the get algorithm. Yes. yes. <laughs> and helps um get us out there in front of more people and share with your friends how your friends share with their friends and we look forward to seeing y'all again next week with another episode yeah 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 yeah
<laughs> also, don't forget, we do have an email that you can write to. Which it's... is, Shanita? Oh, you're okay. to shine. I, I got it this time. Two best friends podcast at gmail.com. That's right. That's the number two best friends, F R A N D S podcast at gmail.com. Yes. All right. It's been swell. Have an amazing week, month, year, decade, century. I'm just saying all that good stuff. Oh, okay. Millennial. Yes. Epcock. Yes. Wait, what? Epcock. Oh. What you thought I said? You know, let's not. We not. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye, girl. Bye.